0: Ministers are expected to discuss the time frame for the budget when they meet on Monday. Uh, The Minister for the Environment, Eamon Ryan, said yesterday he wouldn't object to the budget being brought forward to September from October. Uh, A couple of moments ago, I caught up with the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, Michael McGrath. I began by asking him um, if we could deal with the issue of the date of the budget, if we have a date, and is it likely to be September?
1: Uh, Good morning Shane. Uh, No decision has been taken yet on uh, the exact timing of the budget. It is normally the second Tuesday of October and I expect the government will make a decision on this issue uh, in the next week. Uh, There is uh, some scope but limited scope uh, to change that normal date because the process of putting together uh, a budget is quite complex. There's an enormous amount of work that goes into it so it is under consideration uh, but no final decision has been made Um, but as I say any scope to change that normal date would would be quite limited
0: If it can be done and I accept it is a complex process if it can be done are you minded to, to, to doing it?
1: Yes, we are certainly open uh, to the option but it would be a modest change uh, in terms of the overall timeline uh, because of the the process that has to be gone through uh, to construct both a tax budget and an expenditure budget and the work is ongoing, uh, it's underway. We do have that normal uh, date in the calendar of that second Tuesday in October and uh, any change would be relatively
0: modest but we are seeing if there is any flexibility there uh, to bring it forward. Uh, I'm reading reports in the Irish Times uh, this morning fall TDs demanding substantial welfare uh, r- rises fifteen to euro to twenty euro in social welfare. Now I, you're, you're probably going to correct me on my maths here, but I had a look back. I think a five euro increase last year cost four hundred and fifty million. Does that mean a, a, a twenty euro uh, increase would cost about one point eight billion? And if so, is the money there to do that kind of increase? So look, in general terms, on the numbers for every €1 euro increase
1: in social welfare rates uh, across the board, the, the cost is about um, £75 million. So you can you can work out fairly quickly what the overall cost is. Um, I will be attending a special meeting of the Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party later on this morning. It is a policy-focused meeting uh, and we will be prioritising our discussions uh, on the approach to the budget. And I think it's fair to say that we do have three broad priorities. Uh, One is uh, to uh, look after the most vulnerable insofar as we can, recognising that the cost of living is having a disproportionate impact on them. Uh, That will have to involve uh, a very significant package of one-off measures uh, that are targeted and that can be implemented quickly. Uh, The second priority is for working people and working families who will also need support in relation to the cost of living and who generally will want to see us apply uh, downward pressure to the day-to-day costs that they face in areas like childcare uh, and transport and health Mm -hmm. and to reduce the tax burden where we can. And thirdly, uh, it is about public services. Since we came into office, we have seen a significant shift uh, in favour of emphasising public services. And I think the relationship between the state and the citizen uh, is based on trust. Uh, All citizens pay taxes. They expect us to deliver access to housing, uh, access to healthcare, uh, decent disability services, home home care services, an appropriate school place for their child and so on. Mm. So from a Fianna Fáil perspective, I expect that those are the issues that my colleagues will focus on today. And yeah. I, I very much look forward to listening to what they have to say.
0: Well, uh, and they're already shouting from the rooftops, uh, 20 euros. And, and based on the figure you gave me, that's 1.5 billion euros uh, a year increase. I'm guessing the money is not there. I mean, I know there's I know there's money in the pot, but I'm guessing there's not that much money in the pot.
1: Um, it, there is always a limit to the amount of resources that we have. We are facing you know, a challenging economic environment globally unfortunately because of the, the terrible war in Ukraine we know that interest rates uh, are, are rising, there's no sign of the war ending anytime soon uh, we have somewhat of a resurgence of Covid uh, and we have the ongoing challenge uh, of Brexit and we have concerns about the growing level of dependence on corporate tax and the concentration of receipts there and there are many many demands on extra resources so there is a balance to be struck and there is a limit to what we can do but I do think we have to look at this uh, across two key areas one is what can we do in the autumn on a one-off basis um, principally uh, targeted temporary interventions uh, with some universal measures uh, and then to complement that with the core budget that will focus on 2023 uh, which will include improvement in services so uh, we do have to look at it from both perspectives but but there's also always a limit to what you can do
0: yeah uh, and you mentioned one-off measures. I see the Irish Independent uh, leading today on the €200 Euro electricity grant. You're going to give a second one of those. Uh, now, I presume you're not going to confirm that here or, or, or would you like to confirm it? Uh, no, no decision has been made on the elements of
1: the package. Um, my own department is uh, drawing up a set of options for government uh, that we will then consider uh, in the autumn uh, prior to making decisions. Um, but there is a recognition in government that this is a truly exceptional period. Inflation is uh, running at over 8%. Uh, We know that energy bills are going to rise further uh, in the autumn um, because of increased consumption and possibly because of increased rates as well. Uh, And so people will need extra help. The government knows that and we are prepared to respond. We can't fully offset all of the increased costs, Shane, and I think we need to be straight and honest with people in that respect. Um, But I do think we can help. We've tried to help so far. It's made some difference. It hasn't gone far enough for many people. We accept that and there is a willingness to go further uh, but we have to do it in a, in a way that is affordable and that ensures the public finances um, you know are managed responsibly and sustainably into the future that is important for our, our medium to long term interests as a country as well
0: Okay do you agree with the Thonis of Leo and when he says that the, the cost of living crisis could go on potentially for years?
1: Well, we don't know is the truth. Um, it, it is possible. Um, I, I think it is unlikely to run for years. I mean, the current uh, forecast from the Department of Finance is that inflation this year will average at about six and a quarter percent. That next year it will be three percent but of course uh, any level of inflation next year means that prices won't start falling from the current highs but the rate of increase will start to slow down so that means in cash terms people you know remain under pressure having to deal with these day-to-day costs so um it it, mo- it really depends on the impact of monetary policy uh, we will see the first interest rate hike from the ECB later this month other central banks are further ahead in that process and that will undoubtedly result in a dampening of global economic activity uh, uh, with a view to uh, reducing the inflationary pressures Um, but there is an enormous amount of uncertainty and when we publish the summer economic statement uh, next week uh, you will see that is the common thread running through the document it is just that uncertainty uh, which I think is at a very heightened level but next week is an important week because you will have the summer economic statement which will go to government um, on Monday Minister Donoghue and I will bring it that will clarify the amount of resources available in the context of the budget and we will also um, have uh, the mid-year exchequer returns so for the first half of the year we'll have the full picture okay. in relation to tax and expenditure and that will clarify where things stand as well.
0: Two quick things before I let you go Minister. Uh, public sector pay uh, ICTU have described the offer you made um, two two 2.5% this year 2.5% next year that's on top of the 2% already getting. They, they said that offer was incredible, it couldn't be put uh, to, uh, to workers and they said they'd expected an improved offer, that Leo Veradker had basically said a further offer was in the pipeline. What's happening there? Can we expect a, a, a better offer uh, to the union's?
1: Well, I I think it was a credible offer. Uh,
0: It amounted to 7% essentially across
1: the two years. We've always made the point that pay alone cannot fully uh, offset the impact of inflation. You have to take account of the other measures that the government has implemented and now is committing to implement in the budget as well. And we have been warned about the impact of chasing inflation through pay. But I've acknowledged um, that the current terms of the pay deal, um, that is the current building momentum pay agreement, uh, need to be improved. That's why we have engaged. Um, The government did increase its offer over the course of those talks. And I think the truth is that in order to land a deal, uh, there will need to be movement on both sides. So I do hope that we can re-engage over the course of this month uh, and reach an agreement. We accept that inflation hurts people. It impacts on living standards, including our public service workers. uh, And they do deserve pay increases to go beyond the existing agreement. But again, there is a limit to what government can do. And I have to balance this need against all of the other competing
0: Needs that are there across government. And and speaking of competing needs, just very finally, a report in the Journal this morning suggests there's a bit of a standoff between your department and the Department of Defence over that uh, plan to uh, uh, ramp up investment in the Defence Forces. Are are, are you rowing with the the Department of Defence? Absolutely not. Uh, Discussions are ongoing
1: and um, are continuing in a very business-like and cordial manner. It is our job in public expenditure and reform uh, to assess uh, and to test all proposals that come to us. You know, if we adopted a position that we give every uh, minister and every department 100% of what they ask for, um, we'd get into trouble very quickly as, as a country. Uh, so we have a job to do to ensure that the overall expenditure picture uh, is well managed and is sustainable. Uh, but we are engaging very positively with the Department of, of Defence and yeah. A number of discussions with Minister Coveney in relation to the Defence Commission and uh, we will hopefully now reach agreement on uh, the funding that is required to make significant progress uh, in relation to the, the
0: key recommendations that have been made I mean the Defence looking for is, it, is it 2 billion there looking for it? Fianna Fáil, your your colleagues looking for 1.5 billion, Leo Radker looking for, for uh, tax cuts um, your head must be melted with it all
1: um look there, there is a lot of pressure and uh, it's just about managing that and uh, that is why you know when people raise an individual issue and say what are you doing about this or about that you know I do have to counter and point to all of the other demands and pressures that are there um because we do have to um, pull it all together it's minister donahue's job and my job uh, in particular for myself on the spending side to make sure that this adds up uh, and that we ensure that the overall management of the public finances um, is done responsibly and that is important for the future of our country and when you look at the fact that the economy now is in good health uh, the summer economic statement next week and the public finance returns will confirm that and that is what gives us the resources to respond and we've indicated a willingness to respond but if we were simply to accede to every request that comes our way and every ambition across government we would get into trouble very
0: quickly and i'm not going to allow that to happen And that was the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, Michael McGrath, talking to me just before eight o'clock. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with air. Weekday mornings at seven.